Hey, what's this? What about our life? Is it that bad? No, what about our life with Chris and Will? Oh, the show that gets you talking. Yeah, and these two haven't stopped talking for three seasons. <laughs> you know, the other day, somebody told me my tires need to be rotated. And I said, oh, thank you for the recommendation, but they rotate when I drive. <laughs> okay, buddy. Hello. It is mid part of the year, mid part of your life, I guess, for this year. How are you guys? Hi! Welcome to another great episode of What About Our Life with Chris and Will. Before we go into this a little bit further, I want to tell you guys about a special fundraiser that's going on. You know, I have something very important, and it supports the Hollywood Museum. Ah, yes. And the Hollywood Museum... um, Gosh, Janelle has been on our show. She has, yes. She has. And, you know, since the pandemic, as you guys know, it's changed a lot of businesses and a lot of different organizations are suffering right now. So they're doing a fundraiser. And this fundraiser is they recreated the Hollywood Squares show. You remember that? Oh, yes, yes. Yes, the Hollywood Squares. And for $10, you can enjoy an episode of the recreated Hollywood Squares with some of the some of the greatest stars and and pastime stars that a lot of them have been on our show, actually. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> and they have several episodes, so it's worth the investment. You can go to our website and click on the link till July 10th, actually. July 10th is the last day that you can access them. So we highly recommend that, and we highly recommend you supporting the Hollywood Museum, keeping them around, because they, they got a lot of great exhibits. Mm-hmm. It's a really fun place to be. It's right off of Hollywood Boulevard. It's not hard to find because right across the street from them is where they do the Academy Awards. Ah, yes. That's right. Mm-hmm. Now, they didn't do them there this year, but right. they'll go, when they get back to it, mm-hmm. they'll go back into there. Plus, the, what is it, the TCL Chinese Theater is across the street as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you, you definitely want to check it out. You can go to our website and click on the link, the Hollywood Squares link that we'll have on our website at chrisandwill.com, and that'll take you directly to where you need to go get your tickets to watch this show. Yes. So please, please go check it out. And, you know, I think it's really great, too, because, I mean, we all love laughing, right? So, I mean, watching this show, I remember watching it in, when it was originally on air, and, you know, even though it's a game show, man, all of the celebrities and the stars on there, they make you laugh. Yes, they do. So, I mean, and they definitely. got some really cool names on there. Uh, Gilbert Godfrey's on there. Mm-hmm. Um, Bruce Flanch is back and doing that again. Yes, yes. Uh, Tom Bergeron is uh, hosting some of it. Mm-hmm. A uh, lot of different names. A lot of different names. Of course, our grand friend Carolyn Hennessy. Yes, who's been on our show a couple times. Is is on it. Uh, Anson Williams, who's been on our show. Mm-hmm. Allison Argram, who's been on yeah, our show. Yeah. Eileen Graff, who's yes. been on our show. So there's a lot. There's plenty of them. So again, go to our website, kristenwill.com, to click on that link. Or you can go to the Hollywood Museum website uh, and uh, click on their links as well. Yes. And get all the information. But if you're traveling this summer, go to Hollywood. They need you. Go enjoy the great world of Hollywood right now and go to the Hollywood Museum. I agree. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. But talking about that a little bit, 
you know, we've taken a little break. We're sorry. <laughs> we are back now. Yes. Um, we have had a lot going on. And uh, part of that focus has been we have a little thing that's called the documentary that is now gearing up for theaters. It had an official screening here in Orlando on the 29th of May. Yes! So we have been really busy since the last episode prepping for that night. Mm -hmm. And thank goodness that we did, because I have to say, I really appreciate our staff helping us out to make this night grand. We had a sellout evening for that screening, and it came back with rave reviews, including from the Sentinel that it's possibly Oscar-worthy. So we are very excited about that. Um, people laughed. People cried. Um, people had full emotions. We had some kids there that watched it, cried, enjoyed it. They had a wonderful time. Mm -hmm. The story, of course, is all about Chris and Will's life. We've been talking about the documentary for a while. And it's finally coming out. The screeners are out. The screenings are coming out now. We're scheduling a screening tour, which means... To benefit Mental Health Month, that was in May. Yeah. Pride, that's going on right now yes. here in June. Plus, getting the movie theaters back and running again and celebrating with AMC theaters. Yes. We are taking the screeners on a tour. So, limited cities will get the benefit to see these pri private screenings. That most people don't get invited to. And they're free. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're free. And you get to see the movie for free. So all you have to do is go to our website at chrisandwill.com to find out which cities we're going to. So you can sign up for your tickets because they do go fast. Mm -hmm. We're actually gearing up to go to Louisiana soon. Yeah. Yeah. I do know we have Louisiana. Let's see. Gosh, Willie, Louisiana, New York, uh -huh. Las Vegas, uh -huh. of course, Hollywood. Yes. We have Phoenix on the map and Miami on the map. Uh, San Francisco. San Francisco's on the map. And we even got some Canada dates. So yes. all our international fans, we're coming. I don't know when, but we are coming. And the movie, of course, officially releases at the end of August this year. Yay! <laughs> so it will be in select theaters later this year and hopefully after that. Well, not hopefully, but it will be on streaming soon after that. And of mm -hmm. course, kristenwill.com is going to have all that information. We're always going to keep you posted. But for now, that is the best way to meet Chris and Will is go to these tour dates. We also have special appearance dates coming up, too. Yeah. Uh -huh. And on top of that, you guys, we have a lot of projects that are starting filming <laughs> yes. next month. I don't know how we're going to balance these schedules, because not only do we have to do this show, we have to do promotions for the documentary. Uh -huh. Then we're going to be filming two more projects, and then a third in August, plus more, plus special appearances. We're not going to have any sleep. So if we're groggy, we're sorry now, because, <laughs> but it's great. It's great. We are very excited about that. And yeah. part of that is we set our standards this year as the year to succeed and the goal to succeed. Mm -hmm. And so that's what we are gearing up for our 2021. So how's your 2021 going thus far? You know, I got to say, it's been one, one one bit of a year so far in a good way because, you know, it's building, you know, and you're you're like going through all this stuff and you're like, wow, you kind of set back a little bit. And then you're like, wait a minute, I've 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 done so much. 
I feel really happy. It's a good feeling. Yeah. It, but, but, you know, it can be stressful and, you know, it can be very tiresome. Um, let's see. We inherited a dog. Yeah. Um, our uh, We inherited another dog, I yeah, should say. Yeah, yeah. This one, uh, he's a great dog. Keeps us up wee hours in the night. Of course, we're always up wee hours in the night. But <laughs> usually when we're up wee hours in the night, we're not we're not going outside and pottying, you know, which the dog does that. <laughs> so it's it's like, okay, usually we're very comfortable in our own setting in the middle of the night, which is great. He's a wonderful dog. So yes. we have a new addition to the family, of course. Um, and so many different things. A lot of stuff has just been popping up. And we have new additions to the team that is coming in. Yes. We, it's just a lot of great things, but it can be stressful. It can be stressful. And, you know, again, and that's the point of today's episode. So today's episode, we are talking about, we're going to get a refresher of your 2021. Because before, when we set that standard on how you're going to set your goals for 2021, we're curious if you actually did, because we did. Mm-hmm. We did. Yeah. I think what we did is we set our standards and said, you know, this is the year that we're going to have to push ourselves yeah. to make it. Yeah. Uh, opportunities are, are out there, you guys. Not just for us, but they're out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about it. You have a choice of a job you can go find. And a lot of jobs are available. And I'm not pushing you to go get a job or quit your job. I'm telling you. Go find that career you've always wanted. Yes. Because those doors are finally open for you. Take them while they're available. Take the risks. Make the risks. Yes. Because right now is the time for you to sacrifice what you would never sacrifice before. You learned what job security meant during the pandemic. Did it benefit you? Did it not? Was it really job security? Did your employer walk you through the pandemic did your employer support you during the pandemic did your employer just leave you hanging and and just sit there and say okay we're only worried about our important people we're not really worried about you until we're ready for you are they still doing that are they still doing that so take that into consideration when you're making the decision about your life Mm -hmm. because right now fate as we always say it we always say it fate is giving you the opportunity to change and you're never going to have this in your lifetime again hopefully you might but hopefully we don't because i don't want to ever see us have to go through a struggle with the pandemic again but hopefully this is the time that you take advantage and say i may have to sacrifice a little bit here i may have to sacrifice a week or two on a paycheck i may have to sacrifice you know steak dinner and go to a burger i don't know I may have to do some things to change my life, but it'll be worth it in the end. But you have to make that first step. Yes. You have to make that first step. And even if you're having feelings like, oh, I don't know about this, and you want to sort of back off, don't. Like, just don't. Like, you you go through with it, you will be more than happy with what you're going to receive. Yeah, and, and give your life the change. Change. Find out if it's working. So did you start your programs? If you didn't, start them. You still yes. have time. Yes, yes. You still have time. You still have a lot of time. You, you may not have a lot, a lot of time, but you have you have time. So start them. If you did make a, a change or a goal, did you stick with it? What were your changes? What did you not like about it? Did you like stuff about it? And when you made that step, not only how did you start it out, what did you, what did you go through? How did it feel like? Did you learn anything from it? 
Yeah, basically, take this message. It's kind of funny. I'm thinking of it. <laughs> take this message. At the beginning of the year, we were we, we set you up with some goals, and we told you how to set up your goals, and we taught you taught you some things and gave you some advice and, and so forth. And, of course, you did that on your own. You didn't need us anyway. Mm-hmm. So now here we are in June. Now we're telling you to put more quarters in your payphone. because now it's time to refresh that conversation so that's what we're here for yes so you're going to put more quarters in that payphone and for those of you that don't know what that is back then we actually had we didn't have cell phones yes we had these little phone booths if you were lucky or you had these little mini hot dog buns that you had to stand in between that had this phone there yes and you had to put change in there and you had to put quarters in there and you only had a certain amount of minutes that you can talk on the phone mm-hmm. and then if you ran out of minutes the operator tells you please insert some more quarters to continue the conversation so that refreshes it again so here we are we're telling you please put some more quarters into the system to uh, refresh your conversation to continue the conversation so that's what you need to do so now's the time to either start that conversation or refresh it mm-hmm Make the change. If you don't feel like you're getting anywhere, then do something about it now. I can't stress enough, you guys. This is the time. This is the time. It is all about you. Fate is giving the world the ability to do what the world needs to do for the world. Not for the greed. Not for the... The executives who want all this money, not for them, it's for you. Yes. It don't matter about all that. Take politics aside. We all have different viewpoints. And that's wonderful, you guys. We all have different opinions. That's wonderful, you guys. That's that's what makes you human. That gives you your right no matter where you come from. But right now, life. Hello, life. Hello, <laughs> hello, life. Is giving you the opportunity to say, you want a difference? Let's talk about it. Let's make that difference. Let's make it happen. This is what we have. This is what's going on. This is what you can do. Go freaking do it. What are you waiting on? What are you waiting on? This is, everybody always talked. I remember people were sitting there saying, well, you know, either opportunity knocks or opportunity don't knock. Opportunity's knocking for God's sakes. You either answer the freaking door or shut the fuck up. One (laughs) of the two. Don't bitch and complain about your life if you're not going to do anything about it. And right now, there are so many people, at least here in the States and at least here in Florida, there are so many companies looking for people. And I'm not talking about the cheap jobs. I'm Mm -hmm. talking about the professional jobs. Yeah. They're all looking for people. They all need good people. And you know what? Now's the time to take advantage of that. So that's that's what you need to refresh your story and refresh your year. Yes. Because when you walk into 2022... You want to sit there and shine and say, I made this money on my own, not from unemployment, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So you go into that, and that's part of your journal. We always talk about the journal of you. Yes. You know, I always sit there and say, you know, your life is a book. Write your book the way you would read a book. If it's interesting, you're going to keep reading that book. If it's not, you're going to close the book and either not go back to it or or maybe go back to it when you're bored again. So write your story, write your book as if you're reading a book. Make it interesting, make it dramatic if you want to, but find a way to make your life be interesting. So then that way, when you look back at it, you're gonna be like, wow, all right, that was cool, I remember that. That was hard, I remember that. That was stressful, what the hell was I thinking? You know, you're gonna have all that. So again, make your journal your book, you know, make your life your book. Mm-hmm. So how do you start the book? 
You got to start somewhere. You got to start somewhere. Make a change. Yes, yes. You know, everything doesn't have to start with once upon a time. It doesn't have to be cutesy. It can, you, your book can start about, start. It, your book can start off going, what the fuck was I thinking? <laughs> I mean, again, it could be. I mean, I could be. Yeah. A good, in some, in some ways, I, I like that because I could sit there and go, God, what the hell was I thinking? You know, what was wrong with me? What was I drinking when I decided, wherever you want to go, whatever, make your change of it. Um, because it's, it's your book. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and ask yourself, what do you think people, it's not about people. First of all, it's not about people. It's about you. But what do you think people will think about you coming from one level of your life and going to a whole totally different level and, and saying, how did you do that? And, you know, the one thing that you're, that most people would probably never say or and others would agree with is saying i just changed that's all i did i mm-hmm. changed what do you mean you just changed i changed i told myself i was done with this yes and i didn't want to do this anymore i didn't want to put up with it so i decided to look at my options i found my options i found my opportunities and bam i changed bing bam boom here i am mm-hmm. wow how can i do that <laughs> look in the mirror sweetheart you know what do you not like about yourself Oh, there's a lot of things. Well, then you got a lot to work on. But you know what? What do you like about yourself? There's so much. I mean, you go ahead, you, you're you like, okay. Like something I used to do was oh, all this different stuff, you know. I'm, or it, It's a more narrow example. But, you know, I think I'm too skinny or all of, you know, my self-esteem or whatever. You know what? Doesn't matter. It's a distraction. What do you do? Well, Wow, look at all this stuff I, I'm doing. Look at all the stuff I still can do. And like the other day, I was like thinking, gosh, I haven't played piano in how long? And I had a conversation with a really great friend from high school. And he's like, you need to start playing music again. I'm like, okay, but like, I'm not feeling it. Have fun. Okay. So I looked in the mirror today. I'm like, okay, trying to find that one thing that I'm like, okay, I'm... I'm happy about it. And like, I don't know, like a half an hour, an hour later, I just went to my keyboard and I started playing. And what came out just like, bam, it's like I didn't even, it's like I didn't even stop playing. Like I just kept on playing from when I was younger. Like, where did that come from? I have it. It didn't yeah. go anywhere. I mean, everybody's life is interesting. And trust me, you're we're no different than the rest of the world. And yeah, one day your story can be on the big screen. And you can see your life displayed and you can share how you went through it and how you got through it and changed and so forth. Absolutely. Those opportunities are always there for you. And, you know, again, I think that if you look at how you are authentically and how you are to yourself, I mean, because that's the key thing, how you treat yourself is how you show yourself. I mean, that's 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 really that's really where it is. If you don't if you don't treat yourself the way you need to, it's going to show. It's going to show because it's going to your people are going to be able to see your flaws. They're going to be able to see your setbacks. They're going to be able to see your mistakes. They're going to be able to see your emotions. And that could be a great thing, but that's not what you want them to see. What you want them to see is who you really are. And, you know, life over the course of the years has changed everybody. Yeah. And, you know, it does. Again, I, I have seen some of the most treasured people in my life. Walk away because of decisions they made about religion, 
decisions they made about politicians, opinions that they have. You know, I could care less who you vote for. I can care less what party you're in. I, that don't mean shit to me. What means to me is how you treat me. That's that's what means to me. And you know, and I'm, I'm going to tell you this story. And it's funny because a lot of people wouldn't actually believe it. But at the premiere, we actually had a Trump supporter that showed up to our premiere. Full-fledged in Trump promote everything mm -hmm. about Trump. Now, granted, I have my opinions about Trump. I've known Trump for a long time when I used to work for him. So I, I have my different opinions on how he is. But we're not going to talk about that. And everybody was worried because they're like, oh, my gosh. Controversy, controversy, controversy. At the end, that man came up to us and basically thanked us for telling the story because he really didn't realize and understand what people like us go through. And I'm like, you know what? You could have put on a Democratic hat. It would have meant the same to me as, as you did as wearing that Trump hat. Yes. Because at the end of the day, it's not about who you, who you like or who you vote for. It's about how you treat people. Yes, yes. And that's really where, because our differences, we could have differences on, on his opinions, but we didn't talk about that. No. Oh, we didn't no. talk about that. And we didn't even bring up that he was a Trump supporter. We knew it because he had the hat on, for goodness sake. So we knew it, but we didn't bring it up. And it was nothing to bring up. No. And that's my point, you guys. You guys can have differences and you can have opinions. That's fine. But you got to have maturity. And if you can't have maturity, then you shouldn't fucking have an opinion. That's my opinion. Because at the end of the day, if you can't be mature enough to say your piece and handle what's coming back to you, then you shouldn't be saying it at all. Because again, back then, you had to face each other to tell each other off. You had to call each other to tell each other off. Or you had to write it in a letter and put it in the mail and hopefully somebody gets it. Today, we've made it so convenient for you to tweet, go on Facebook and post it. We've made it so convenient for people to hide that they say they're crap and they can't handle it in the background. Because how do you know you're going back and forth with them? They think that they're all big and bad coming back with you when when in theory they could be in they could be sitting on the toilet crying in nerves because <laughs> They're nervous on what to say. They could be having diarrhea because of shit they caused. <laughs> and you're sitting here pissed off because of what they started when you when you don't even know what they're you don't even know if they're really being confident enough to tell you off or if they really just stirred up crap and don't know how to handle it. So yeah. again, yeah. my this is my opinion. You guys can do whatever you want, but my opinion is going to sit there and say, if you are not mature enough to handle what you put out there and take on what you get, then shut up. Then shut up because it's not meant for you to stir up trouble. Be a man. Be a woman. You are a leader in your own way. And if you can't handle what you put out, then maybe you shouldn't be putting that out because that's just, that's life. People base what people base reactions on you on how they see you and how you present yourself. So if you put yourself out as an asshole, they're going to treat you as an asshole. But if you put yourself out as a kind-hearted person, yes. in most cases, they're going to treat you like that. Not all cases, but in most cases, they're going to treat you like that. And if they don't treat you like that, I guarantee you they're going to walk away from you because you offended them because you're nicer than they are. So remember... 
be mature about it, you guys. Yes. And I, I and I don't like to, I don't want to stir it up, and I'm, I'm sure I'll get. Well, I think about what it. your point is is that yes, there are differences, but we all have our we all have authenticity. So when one meets another, you know it, you feel it, you know. So honor it. Yeah, I mean, I would love to go back and forth and state my opinions on Facebook, and I've stopped. I used to do that, and it's not worth it because, again, they're not going to perceive it the way that I intend for it to be perceived. And in most cases, people like that that stir up trouble, they're stirring up trouble for the for the fact of stirring up trouble, not for the point of what they're trying to make. Um, so they don't care if you if you got facts or truth, all they care about is what they say and how much backlash they're going to get. So it's not worth the energy. It's not worth the time. Um, I'm not a big fan of social media anyway. I never really was. I use it because it's a beneficial tool. And there are people on my social media accounts that I enjoy having some great time with. I really do. Especially our fans on this end. Yes. You, know, you guys send us some great wow. messages. And we love it. Yes. We absolutely yes. love it. And it's, it's, it's not only refreshing, but it's just so good to read because it's like, you know, if you, if, you know, we all have our days sometimes, you know, and you just read a really comforting, a really supportive, loving message. And you're like, Wow. Oh, I know. Wow. I mean, it's and we spe- had, almost speechless. Yeah, and we had fans that showed up to the, the premiere, and we had never met them. Mm-hmm. And they were telling us how much it, it touched their hearts and how much they're going through the same stuff that we were going through. And it it really inspired us. And it, it yes. really, yes. it was so heartwarming. I wanted to give you heartworms, but it was so heartwarming. Heartfelt. Yes. Yeah, yes. There you go. But, um, you know, the best advice of it is, is look, I can't. I really can't say it any other way other than saying be kind to one another, be respectful, be mature, be responsible. Whatever you put out there, it's your responsibility. Whatever mistakes you make, it's your responsibility. Own them. Own them. Nobody else should be owning anything that you do or say except you. So it doesn't matter who you support. It doesn't matter who you want to support. It doesn't matter who you pat on the back. It does not matter. What matters is what you put out into the world and what energy you take out of yourself and give it to the next person. Because I can guarantee you, any child out there that's watching you or any person that's out there watching you, they're not going to see your point you're trying to make by the support of someone else. Mm -hmm. They're going to see you for saying it. Yeah, They're going to see you for what you do and what you point out. That's what they're going to see, and that's what they're going to learn off of. They're not going to. They're not going to. Not. It's not. They're not going to put two and two together on. Oh, this person supports this. That's why they say that. No, this person. It's always going to start with this person said this. This person said that. You know, it's always going to start out that way. So, yeah. So that's how you refresh your life. <laughs> yeah. Just take a lot of it into it. Set your goals. Make it. Uh, inspire your life. Take on the opportunity. I mean, gosh, that is the message to take on the opportunity we did we we practiced these pro this program sterling meyer is our guest yes she's been on our show before (laughs) we're so happy to have her back on our show she has a great book out called the aom system manifesting mastering in 30 days we have been following this book for months Mm -hmm. and i'm telling you i'm not kidding and this is not a this is not a pitch process. Yes. Um, I'm not getting paid to to say this. Yes. What I'm doing is telling you we followed this process. 
Our new catchphrase to us is free car. Free car. Free car. And we've been getting benefits and benefits, slow signs that are coming in, and it's been working in our favor. And that's because we taught ourselves how to understand our fate. This book is to teach you how to understand your inner freaking fate. That's what this book does. This is not a pitch process that tells you you have to buy me a million times over. This tells you how to understand your inner side and helps you understand the things that you do in life and why you do in life and what you want in life, your purpose in life. It teaches you to ask yourself, what the hell do you want and how bad are you going to go out there and get it? That's what it teaches you to do and that's what it does. That's exactly what it does. If you want to change your life, then you need to set that standard and change your life. Talking about it is not going to change your life. You know, I always talk about weight. You know, I weigh, I, I have gone through weight problems for years and I can tell you, and I argue with Willie all the time on this, <laughs> this process. And I tell, I tell him, I say, Oh, I need to lose weight. Oh, I, well, they need to stop talking about blah, blah, blah. And we'll go back and forth. But I remind myself and I tell myself and when I look in the mirror, I tell myself, look, dude, if you want to lose weight, then you need to stop eating those freaking burgers, man. Stop going and eating that junk, that shit. And if you're going to eat the shit, then go exercise. But you're not going to you're not going to lose the weight by sitting there. going, Oh, I need to lose the weight. I'm not going to do it unless I unless I find a way to change. And it doesn't have to be a hard change. No, no. I mean, I can still go eat burgers. I can still eat junk food and still manage to find diet programs. I just got to find ways to change my life. Basically, it's like an adaptation. Okay, you're yeah. putting this in the equation. Got to do this. If you're not going to, if you're going to do one thing, but you're not going to do another to balance it, well, you know yeah. what's going to happen. And you know what? And that's the same thing with emotions and depression. Oh, you know, certain, yes. certain foods and drinks that you, and I tell you, certain foods and drinks uh, do contribute to some of your emotion grounds. And sometimes so at certain times that you do those processes or you eat or you drink, they also contribute mm -hmm. to your emotions and how your days go in. Talk to a great nutritionist and they will tell you that because they, I have experienced that before. Sometimes I try to set my standard to where I don't eat heavy meals after seven or eight o'clock. And it's not because I'm going to bed at 10 o'clock because God forbid, I don't ever go to bed at 10 o'clock. It's because I have to let that stuff filter through. Otherwise, I'm going to have a miserable night, and then I'm going to wake up to a miserable day. So, again, you have to set a standard for yourself and want to change. you got to ask yourself, are you content with your life, or does it need to change? And, yes, we all have health problems. Trust me, we all do. But your health problems should never stop you for changing your life. Wow. They should never stop you. And I'm going I'm to tell you this. There is a guy that I am friends with till this day that I met when I was 18 years old when I worked at Disney. And he lost his legs in Vietnam, I think it was. And he lives his life in a wheelchair. And he's still working at Disney till this day. And you know what? That man does not feel sorry for himself. Oh, yeah. That man does not feel sorry for... Anybody that complains about things, that man is as happy as can be. He's got a grand sense of humor. Yes. And he basically, you know what? He gets through his life by knowing, hey, I don't have any legs. I don't have any legs. Sometimes he'll make fun of it. He goes, oh, I don't have any legs. It don't bother me. 
yeah, sometimes I wish I did, but it don't bother me. He goes through his life and he is the most kind-hearted and you would never know that he was a, he, he was disabled. You'd never know that because he said it in his head that he's not. He put it in his head, he's not. He put it in his head that you know what? He has legs, he just can't use them. That's what he does. So if you want something and you can't feel sorry for whatever you're going through, you have to accept what you're going through and what you've gone through. And you have to learn how to deal with it now and how it's not going to bother you tomorrow. That's what you got to do. So change your life. I know this is a grand little speech. Um, you know, I'm waiting for TEDx to give me a call. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, guys, we get a lot of questions on how we do these, how we do these things and yes. how we manage. And, and that is the best way we can tell you. But but in any sense, back to Sterling. We love Sterling. She is the go-to guru of Hollywood, and I can definitely see why. Yes. She's been on our show before. We brought her back on the show to kind of boost up the morale and kind of kickstart you again mm -hmm. and see where you kind of are. And then we may bring her back later on. But again, let me tell you, I can't tell you enough. Put the book aside. If you don't want to deal with the book, don't deal with the book. Take it from us. What this book taught us, again... Is how to understand who we are. Amazing. That's what it taught us to do. Yes. And you don't need a book to teach you that, but no. sometimes we need advice from something for us to understand that. Well, what happens is like you hear something or you read something, and then it's like it may not be the exact thing, but it's somewhere in you, like yes, it's like there's that there that. Yes. heart that warmth that light bulb yes. moment if you want to call it that um. and you know and you know what the beauty part about this is she knows there are things in that book we don't agree with there are things that are that our viewpoints that she don't agree with neither that's what makes us human but the fact that we can being off of each other if that's the word i mean go back and forth yeah. off of each other on how we view things and how they view things it's beautiful it's beautiful Mind over matter. People. Yes. Set your mind to something and you're going to get it. I promise you. I promise you. But in any sense, like I said, I'm waiting for, oh, I think TEDx is calling now. So I'm going <laughs> to get to that. But we're going to talk to Sterling in just a few minutes and we're going to see how she's working on her 2021 and see if we can help you go through your 2021 because we got a lot going on for ourselves and we want to see you succeed. Yes. That's right. Yes. We want to see you at the Oscars with us. Yes. How about that? So anyway, so Sterling Meyer is coming up. So sit back, relax. We're going to give Sterling a call. Sterling Meyer is coming up next. Chris and Will introducing you to an amazing getaway. For the first time, we both treated ourselves to a day of pampering. If you're in the Tampa, Florida area, then please make sure to treat your own self to a day like we did at Spa Nirvana, a sanctuary for face and body, a spa day for men and women. The staff is so friendly. The place is clean, looks amazing, and the best of it, they're following the safety guidelines during these current times. Truly a professional environment. The cost isn't bad neither. Make your appointment today. Imagine a day where you can get the most incredible stress-free relaxing massage, body work, facial rejuvenation, and microdermabrasion. They have so much more to offer, including their signature facial services, including an aluminum oxide-free crystal microdermabrasion facial. 
the lifting facial of mature skin, and the most comprehensive, purifying, deep cleansing facial. Plus, you just can't beat the environment of soothing music. Healthy snacks and drinks, and you just have to see it for yourself. Guys, it's totally worth it. This is a weekly thing for us now, and I can't wait to go again. This is a Chris Will Highly recommendation. SpaNirvana.com is the website. You can go to ChrisandWill.com for the link as well. Spa Nirvana, 811 Court Street, Clearwater, Florida, 33756. Call 727-447-7546 to make your appointment today. Services are by appointment only, and they are filling up fast. So treat yourself, your inner self, to a vacation day at Spa Nirvana. Hey fans, we all love some good music. A variety of music. What if we could bring Chris Will Studios to you 24-7? That's a long work schedule. Maybe, but you know, we just might have it. The best variety of music from multiple decades live on your phone 24-7 with our Gay Orlando Live online radio station. Better known as Go Live. Download the TuneIn app and search for Go Live or go to ChrisandWill.com for more info. So, tune, tune in. in. 24-7 worldwide. Feel the hits. Go live. We are honored to welcome Hollywood guru, Sterling Meyer. Well, I have to say, welcome back to the show, Yay! of course. <laughs> yes. You know, what we wanted to do is not only did we want to catch up with you, but we wanted to kind of reevaluate, if you would say, our listeners and see kind of where they are in their 2021 and see if we can help boost them further into their 2021 to make it the year for them. Yes. So we figured... Hey, look, we'll make this a, a little a surprise for our, our fans and say, okay, have you been following what you need to follow? Uh, if not, we need gonna, we're going to make you do it this time. It's a very good reminder. Yes. <laughs> yeah, just for those, those sleepy heads out there. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> well, we have gone through your book several times. Mm -hmm. And um, let me tell you, it it pretty much defines Chris and Will's life. It really does, yeah. because a lot of the methods that you mention in the system is pretty much what we have been following for years and just didn't yeah. realize that we've been we, we had a method. It was just something that I guess came natural to us. Uh -huh. And, you know, so I so I'm, I'm really glad. I think the first the first time I talked about it with someone, I go, you know, this is Chris and Will's life. It's just uh, Sterling beat us to writing it down. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you guys really, I mean, it's so much of you following your path was being open to your like higher wisdom to really guide you to get there. And some people call it like remembering. It's really about remembering what the truth is. Right. And being able to tap into that because we've all, you know, lost sight or whatever. But this, this instinct to do things this way is there. We're always being, we're always being, receiving these messages that are, that are trying to take us off track, that are distracting, yeah. that, that inform us of the opposite of uh -huh. what there really is to know. 
Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Well, let's talk about that a little bit. You yes. mentioned that you mentioned the truth, um, accepting the truths and, and so forth and, and, and that. Let me ask you this question. For many people, as we know, uh, and sometimes, you know, ourselves maybe, but sometimes the truth is a very hard thing to deal with mm-hmm. in a way. What do you, how do you face, or how, how, how would we suggest to a person that is facing that truth, they know it's true, every, every sign is there, you, everything's written in front of them, they just, they accepted it, but they can only accept, they think in their head they only can accept it for a short amount of time, and then they go back to saying, okay, this is not the way it is. But even though they know in their head this is uh-huh. the truth, they just can't. They can't keep it that way, if that makes sense, uh-huh. especially when it comes from family. So, like, for example, if, like, because you mentioned this a little bit in your book, um, let's say your family has done something traumatic to you. And in a sense, yes, you have forgiven them from that point or moved on from that point, but in some sense, that trauma still relives in your head because uh-huh. one, one, they either remind you of it every time you talk to them, mm-hmm. or they physically are recreating it in such a sense that they can't stop giving you that trauma and you can't stop, let you can't find a way to let it go because they keep, they're still doing it. Does that make sense? It does make sense. And, you know, they may be triggering, reminding you of some loss or disappointment that you previously experienced, and you're kind of reliving it all over again. It's getting triggered. I think that what people often overlook is that the way to get really through that trauma, to really release it and put it in the past where it belongs is to remember or locate what did you make it mean about you? See, it's the uh-huh. personalization wow. that makes it traumatic. Do you understand what I mean by yes. that? Yes, yes, I do. Like, you, you like can... if you heard somebody tell you a tragic story, you would think, oh, that's really unfortunate. But you wouldn't personalize it. You wouldn't make it mean something about you, like you're not good enough or you're not worthy or deserving or there's something wrong with you, you wouldn't personalize it. You would empathize or, you know, you'd be compassionate, Mm -hmm. but you wouldn't make it mean something about you. It's that disempowering story that you create from the incident. Right. That is the actual, that's where the trauma lies. That's where the upset lies because you haven't faced what you yourself made it mean about you and that it is a lie that disempowering sentence is actually a lie and not true and that you invented it right wow now how do you how in your words um how would you tell a person to uh all right well here i'll set this up um you know We've read through the book. Willie and yes. I, of course, have gone through our own separate um, life stories, as everyone does. But for Willie, it's 
it's more intense in a sense than how I view it and, and so forth. So let's say I'm not specific with Willie, but let's just say a person takes your book and reads through your book and they're having complications going back. They're having complications reading it num numerous times because the, the, they faced mental abuse in a sense. And that abuse just keeps ringing in their head and they keep wanting to, make the outcome of what really happened different than what it uh -huh. actually happened. So how would you say for a person that is dealing with, I would say severe mental abuse, kind of like the list, you had said that some of your clients had had like 90, over, like yeah. 90 things on their list and some had a very few. So how would you, how would you coach that or tell that person, you know, when you go into this book and you read through this, you do this program, you have to understand do you tell them you understand they have to understand that it is mental abuse or how do you get them to clear their mind to let this in well you know in the book we talk about how things get created in our world the meanings that we create and the interpretations uh -huh. and how nothing inherently comes with the meaning us as creative beings create that meaning, interpret it to mean something. And then the next thing we do is then we make it mean something about us personally. Uh -huh. But it doesn't have inherent meaning. We have to be the ones to create that. And then we convince ourselves that it's true. Right. Hmm. Right. So when somebody says something or does something, we always have a choice to create whatever it is that we want. Right. And I remember times when I created disempowering interpretations and meanings and made it mean something disempowering about me. And I also remember a time where someone said something to me and I said, no, no, thank you. Not going to buy that. Right. You know, and yeah. I didn't, and it didn't have any impact on me. So for instance, when my stepfather didn't like the way I loaded the dishwasher, he tried to convince me, I'm never going to be anyone. I'm never going to be able to do anything in my life because I don't know how to load a dishwasher. Uh -huh. And I, at that moment with that situation, was able to see right through it and see how inauthentic and untrue that statement was. And I just thought, nope, sorry, I'm not going to make it mean that. I'm not going to take on what you're offering. And that was that. That was the end of that. But there's most of the times we deal with times when we are convinced and we have created and interpreted the meaning about something that is inauthentic, that is disempowering, that happens to us or is said to us. But we always have a choice. So there were times, like I said, where I made it mean what that, you know, in my book, I talk about how this quote unquote wicked stepfather stepped in and suddenly I created this sentence about myself. I'm such a victim, you know, I'm a good person. I have good intentions yeah. and yet bad things always happen to me. Why is this? You know, it's like, that was my sentence that I created. And so my life was that not just with him, but with every, it was showing up everywhere. Cause that's what I was creating. 
I'm like, oh, there it is again. I don't understand. Yeah. yeah. I mean, these things keep happening to me and I don't get it, right? Yeah. Even when I was rear-ended in a car accident, sitting there minding my own business, happy as can be, (laughs) I didn't get at the time how I actually created that through that sentence. When I transformed it, these things never happened again. Not again. It never happened. And so I was the one actually creating it by declaring it, right, and calling it into existence. So that energy was bringing those things in so I could gather more false evidence and convince myself further. You know, we, are, we create with language. We're talking to ourselves, you know, in our mind. Everything gets created in language. Right. So we need to realize this so that we can be more responsible about what we say and create through words. And But I think it's very important, which is the book allows you to do that, is you've got to get first that you're the creator before you can start creating that which you truly want. And this book, in part one, allows you to do that. The, the, right before the part one, you're, you're, you're understanding better about how this all got created in the first place between the ages of approximately three and 17. You've created your whole world and your relationship to everything that you've perceived. And then, you know, you, then from there, you continue to create these disempowering things and you continue to gather this evidence. And then eventually you get so much older in life, you just get resigned. Oh, I guess that's just the way it is for me. Uh-huh. You know, there's no changing it. It's funny. We turn into like, teen, you know, we're 18 and we go out on our own and we think, oh, thank God, you know, I'm going to have this freedom and everything is going to be different <laughs> and it's going to be great. And for a minute, you know, you're doing a happy dance, but then next thing you know, you're like, oh my gosh, you know, my life hasn't really changed. It hasn't made a difference that now I'm out in the world on my own. Like I'm still having the same kind of experiences. Why is this? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, your methods definitely work. And I have to say, because the one thing, at least for myself, is when I place it in my head and I feel the energy and I kind of know where the the value and worth is of myself and where I'm going, it kind of, without question, just happens. And it's just like, okay, well, like, for example, since the last time that we spoke to you, we had... um, you know, we we had always been talking and said, oh, you know, we need to expand the Chris and Will brand. Yes. We've got, you know, we've got so much value out there. We've been recognized. You know, how do we go to the, the next step? We need to do another show. We need to do something that tells the story a little different and blah, blah, blah. So we kept putting that energy out there that we need to do a new project. We need to do a new project. Mm-hmm. We just haven't figured out how we're going to place that project together. And then right out of the blue, as we're, um, you know, taking down Christmas stuff, uh-huh. we get this email, yes. um, you know, from, the, <laughs> from our reps saying, hey, look, we got this interesting idea and offer that came into the table. Um, do you guys want to look at it? And it's like, OK, well, we'll look at it. And in that offer, it was exactly what we said that we needed yeah. and what we said that we wanted to do. And this company had said, you know, we really like 
you guys, you're very talented. You've got a lot to offer and a lot of value. We were thinking this, we were thinking that. What are you guys thinking as far as your next step beyond your your show? And I'm like, okay. Mm, and yeah. at first we started questioning it because we're like, okay, this just, just doesn't happen. Right, yeah, yeah. You know, it, <laughs> you don't just get these type of offers all the time to where they're basically saying, hey, we're going to put this amount of money into you. We're going to produce this. You just got to tell us what to do. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait. You're supposed to do that, not yeah, us. Uh-huh. So it's kind of like we put that in the air that we needed something new and we needed something bigger and we just didn't know how to get there and so we finally are starting to get there and ever since we partnered partnering up with this company it's like now everything we've gotten more bigger stuff that's come in that we have to sit and scratch our head and said okay is this too much you know um you know what i'm saying so it's definitely a manifesting thing to where when you're putting that out there and you're constantly reminding yourself what you need to do new or different then it in some little way it naturally just happens without even thinking yeah. and at yeah. the, and at the same time like all this stuff you know it's coming in and you know like like things that we wouldn't have even have thought at a certain time in each of our lives is coming in real like you know for myself i'm like wow it first it seems like a little bit i don't want to say overwhelming but it's like mm-hmm. what well, was surreal i guess is the word and then mm-hmm. then i'm like okay you know because you know for so long you've gone through so much in my life and it's like oh kind of like at the point like wow everything's just sort of is lining up bam 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 everything's coming through and you're kind of like oh well, should i be on guard should you know you know something's gonna happen no something's not gonna happen everything's going the way that you had created it it's like wow what a that's an interesting feeling okay you know well we kept using <laughs> i think in the last conversation we had with you i think you had mentioned something about uh uh, a new car. Yeah, free car. About new car. Free car. There you go. Uh, free car. Mm-hmm. And we kept putting that in our heads. Said free car, right? So then we would just say those those few little words, yes. and then it. No matter what we did, it was almost just like magic. Yep. It, it, it's just like okay, free car, right? All right, because we were like, because here's a good one, and it's probably a bad example, but <laughs> we would go to the casino. We're like, you know, I really don't want to pull out hundreds of dollars to go gamble because I know I'm going to lose it. And then we'd pull out the money, and then we'd tell ourselves, free car, right? It's like, okay, great, free car. And then without even thinking about it, we came back with double the amount of money that we took out and didn't even realize that we were doing that. And we were like, okay, well, we weren't really expecting yeah. to win. We were just going to have a good time. And, and bam, we put that energy of fun entertainment and good time, mm-hmm. and we got rewarded for it. So, yeah, so... Your methods are, are very sincere. I will I will give yes. you Yes. Yeah, and congratulations on that. But you just uh, the operative word, you know, there was no fear. You were having fun. Fun is a way of being is being fun. Uh-huh. And you're going to experience fun, and that's authentic, and it's sourced from love versus fear which is authentic is love and authentic is fear and you are creating out of love. And when you create and source yourself from a place of love, obviously there is no fear 
and you're actually connected to your ability to create whatever it is you want. And when you source yourself from fear, you block yourself from creating anything that you want, except for more things to be fearful of. So you're still manifesting anything you want. (laughs) Well, that's really great. I mean, I love hearing your stories about this. And it's interesting, too, because a lot of people, a lot of my clients, have said that I've manifested all this stuff and it's kind of like, yeah, surreal or it can be overwhelming or confronting because you never really experienced your own power on that level. And so you're like, whoa, I didn't even know that all I have to do is this simple thing and things fall into place or things come to me. And this is not the way I've been told. I've told it's got to be blood, sweat and tears and it's got to be struggling. It's got to be complicated and hard and uh-huh. it doesn't have to be when you're working with energy because everything is energy. People spend so much time, Chris and Will, getting into action, just always like getting into action, 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 action. And they're just going, 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 trying to make something happen. But what's yep. interesting is that what trumps action is energy. Wow. Energy and focusing on your energy and how to create through energy trumps over action now that doesn't mean you won't take any action i'm just saying if you had to say what is more powerful i would say definitely energy overdoing wow interesting that's just like wow like i feel really happy like that's amazing like i'm feeling that Wow. I mean, oh, I, I, you know, it's true. Yes. yes. <laughs> well, you know, it's I, I so totally wish that we could we could tell you on air exactly what's been go- what's going on. But we unfortunately cannot. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, it it you know, when we first like I said, when we first started getting the offers, the natural guard that came in and say, OK, I mean, we've been in this business. You know how it is. Mm-hmm. You get this stuff and it's some of it's legit. Some of it's not. And you know, you always have to second and question it. And I think what we did was, as we told the reps, we were like, look, you know, we're just gonna, we're just gonna go with it and see what happens and see where it goes. And, you know, we are definitely interested and we want to move forward and we want to see where, what can come of it. And if something comes of it, fantastic. If something does not, then, then great. It'll just give us the energy to do it for ourselves. Mm -hmm. And it just gave us the thought to push us to go and say, okay, hey, well, if they're not going to do anything, then we will. So it, it, we, we, we put up, we may have put up a block, but then we took it immediately back down and said, no, you don't really have a block. You're just gonna, you're just finding patterns and finding ways to get it done in a sense. Yeah. And you know, you just said something too, in the book, I outlined pitfalls and you did not fall into the pitfall of attachment. So, which is really interesting because you had quite a list for that section and I'm just like going through that list. I'm like, wow. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. What's interesting is when you work the system, and again, approach it like an experiment, and Uh that keeps you from falling into the pitfall of attachment to results because it frees you from that trap because you go, it's just an experiment. I'm just going to do this and say, hey, I wonder what would happen if I do this. 
you know, and yeah. just have fun with it in that kind of way. And you're going to allow yourself to be so surprised. You're only doing this experiment for 30 days. Anybody can follow something for 30 days and allows you to get out of your own way to be able to produce this miraculous result. Now, as that scientist, if you will, you've gathered these, these results and you're like, wow, okay, now I get it experientially. This is what works. What I was doing before is not working, but this works. And now you give yourself that opportunity after 30 days to say, okay, do I want to continue with what works? Or should I go back to the old ways that weren't working? You know? Right. So those, those pitfalls, what you notice is that there's never a time to ever engage in them. They never work to your benefit. Through the experiment, you do see that experientially, which is how Change really occurs is through experience, not conceptually. You've got to experience something for your faulty belief system to fall away and change dramatically. Uh-huh. So some of those pitfalls are like questioning and, and you know, doubt, which is like questioning, analyzing. That's also part of questioning. And attachment to uh, outcomes. Um, so these are some of the things that are listed on there that um, – you notice that they're never useful ever. And through the experiment, you're able to see, oh my gosh, you know what? I don't ever have to engage in these ways of being these things ever again. And I am convinced. So that really makes a huge difference. And you know, it's interesting you bring that up because (laughs) one thing you bring up too is creating your day. And when I bring that up, what really intrigued me is because there's a list for that too and it's very um what i want to say is happy but i think the word i'm looking for more on a broader level is it's very overall positive and engaging and um your list includes inviting intention listening and being and mm-hmm. I liked the example because there's a sample outline that you have in there. Like, for example, inviting, you have to you fill in the blank for each one. So inviting, an example was clarity and peace. I like that one. Intention to effectively complete everything I committed myself to today with joy, ease, and a sense of fun. Listening, mm-hmm. I am listening from a place of trust. And being, I am being enthusiastic, present, and grateful. What a concept. Just like, wow. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's powerful stuff. And it's a lot of fun. My clients love doing this. They they come back to me and they say, "I'm I'm afraid not to do it because it worked so well that, you know, the times they fell down on the job and they didn't create their day. It was like, it was a mess. I just like, it was just disastrous. I got, you know, and I said, this is great because you just conducted another experiment. Don't beat yourself up for not creating your day that day. Instead, look at it and go, oh my gosh, I got to A, B it. I see the difference between doing it. I see the difference of not doing it. And now I'm even more committed to doing it. So you just had a breakthrough from that little breakdown. Right. Wow. Yep. 
Yeah. Wow. You know, and the one thing we always tell people that was kind of told to us, and I'm curious to see if you would agree with it, but basically we we like to tell people that it's it's always a good thing to step out of your comfort zone sometimes because you never know what's out there unless you do. Do you think that's wise? Oh, absolutely. You're going to give yourself an opportunity to discover something that you didn't even know was there. And often it will fall in the domain of, I didn't even know, I didn't even know about this. Wow. Yes. You know, until I took myself out of the, the norm of, of, of the way I live. So yeah, this is really, really important. Absolutely. Well, the interesting thing that you, when you talk about the traps in your book Mm -hmm. and, you know, one thing that's always a big thing as far as us is we look at traps as sometimes people and we sit there and you go, you know, some people, they just, they only see what they want to see and you can't convince them otherwise. You can't, you you can't get them out of their ways because they, they like, they like their ways. So when we deal with those type of people or we have to interact with those type of people, sometimes we have to remind ourselves that those are, again, as your key word, choices. Those are their choices on how they envision and see and deal with their life. And that doesn't necessarily have to reflect us at all, period. We can learn from what they do or how they're doing it and utilize that to what benefits us but we don't have to participate in how they do it because um, even though it may work for them, it's not gonna work for us because we have a different way of seeing it. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, well you're really saying that you have a level of respect for how people live their lives. You know, They're right. on their own personal journey. They have free will. And we, we want to, even though we may not agree with it, we want to respect it just like we would want somebody to respect how we live our lives or, you know, uh-huh. and how we, when we choose to learn something or see something for the first time, some of us are very stubborn and it takes a few times in visiting something before we're open enough to take a look at it and uh, consider it where we weren't in a place to consider it before. I mean, everybody's on their individual journey. And the thing is, is that they're going to have to suffer the consequences on their own for making disempowering choices. So they're not let off the hook, you know, it's almost karmic. They still have to suffer those consequences. This is why people who feel like they need to punish people, it's just ridiculous, you know? It's like, oh, my, you know, my cousin drinks too much and this and that, and I need to punish him further. You don't think he's being punished enough by making that choice and having to deal with the consequences of whatever, getting in an accident or, you know, getting into a fight or losing a job or being miserable. You know, Uh there's, (laughs) you know, they're already dealing with it enough. So we really want to respect and allow them to live their life, their independent journey. Yes, we are all one, but at the same time, we're individuals too. So I had a client ask me yesterday, she said, can you manifest for other people? And I said, that's a really great question because the answer really is, falls in yes and no. That's the answer. And I'll explain what I mean by that. I said, you know, if you hold this space, and you relate to somebody as their authentic self, 
before they, you know, this is their, their real self, their authentic self, and you keep relating to them as that. What's interesting is you'll find that their disempowered self or ways of being will actually fall away and they'll step into their authentic self. They'll transform right before your eyes. Uh-huh. And if you, and that's really, really powerful. And that's, that's what you do to create that relationship in an authentic way. You just keep continuously relating to who they authentically are, caring, funny, smart, you right. know, whatever it is. And you keep relating to them as that, and you don't see anything else, and they will show up just that for you, and everything disempowering will just disappear. Manifesting for others is about really holding this space for something. Let's say, you know, your mom or somebody you know, it's like, you know, maybe their health isn't so great. So you keep holding the space and, and, and really connecting to them as that healthy person. You're generating this energy. You're putting it into this space. And at some point or another, they're going to be open enough to take on that uh, energy or take on that, you can call it like a telepathic message or you can Uh take it however way you want to explain it. It doesn't matter how you want to call it. But if you keep creating that space and holding that energetically, what's interesting is you'll be talking to them and they'll say, you know what, I just decided to get an exercise bike or you know what, I'm going to do this or you know what, I want to start a new diet or whatever. And it's like, whoa, hey, how did that happen? You know, it's kind of like amazing. You're like, all of a sudden they just turned a corner. Yeah, they did. And this is how you can help manifest for others. But it's like a suggestion, you know, I want to turn this person on to this thing I think they'll really like, So you know, and it's like that. You make the suggestion and be clear about the suggestion. Now your job is done and you step back and you let them choose. Right. Because they have free will and they're allowed to choose and respect them choosing. So people try to, you know, manipulate and they try and control people and things like that. It's not about control at all it's really just about creating and what's interesting is you don't have to control anything you just need to know how to manifest you know that's all you need to know and the experience of life is transformed for you it's transformed for them nobody has to experience suffering and nobody has to experience um, any kind of difficulty at all once you learn how to manifest the whole journey is a beautiful one not just getting to the destinations which do come, but the journey is amazing too. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, here's a two-part question. Here, here, there's two things to what you just said that I, I'm curious. Um, we have our own thought process on it, and I know a lot of people will too. And I'm curious, would you almost say that that would be a sense of somebody's way of saying, well, that's my way of praying? Well, yeah, I mean, you can say that, sure, of course, because you're communicating. Uh-huh. You're communicating with the creative universe. You're, you know, you're communicating whatever you want to call it. You want to call it uh, communicating with God you're, when you pray or when you manifest. You're co-creating. Uh, if you want to say you're doing it with your 
spirit guides. You want to say that you're doing it right, with right. your past loved ones, however way you want to say it. And, and even in the book, I talk about atheists who manifest. They don't yeah. even acknowledge, you know, a, a creative, uh, uh, you know, God or whatever. Right. But, um, you know, they, they may do it through nature, which right, again yeah. is part and is part of the creative universe. You know, this is, right. this is what it comes down to. We are creative beings and, and everything about life is creative. I always say life is nothing but a series of creations and experiences. You create a thought, you experience it. You create a conversation, you experience it. You create a meal, you experience it. You go to sleep. And you experience it. I mean, everything is created and experienced. Absolutely. And I've said that for a while. I've always, I've always said that with our own practices and, and you know, how we balance with that. But it comes with this one, too. Now, you mentioned this in your book. Um, tell me, in all right, like, if you have a parent who is, has a certain belief system, and let's say their child just comes out as gay there's a good one and you know obviously they're going to have their disagreements with it mm -hmm. but in some sense you know it's like i would almost sit there and go you don't have to agree with my lifestyle i just need you to accept mm -hmm. it so we can learn to live together yeah so can you tell me and, and you again you mentioned this in the book tell me your uh definition of acceptance and agreement in this type of a scenario well, acceptance is allowing something to just be. That's right. it. It's that simple. Agreement is saying, yes, I agree with that. I am also creating that. Do you see the difference? I do. So I do. Acceptance is allowing something to be. Okay. I'm allowing you to be there. I'm allowing this TV to be there. I'm allowing you to be there and saying what you're saying. Uh -huh. I'm just allowing allowing it to just be and there's nothing more to that right yeah well yeah you see so agreeing is is saying you know yeah we're we're co we're, we're on the same page we're creating the same thing no. when you have a situation like you're describing when you know uh kids can surprise their parents in a lot of ways oh i didn't know you're doing drugs oh i didn't know you're gay oh i didn't know you know right, like right it kind of just they have a belief and it's rocking that belief and people get a lot of security out of belief but this is the uh -huh. way i thought it was i feel secure in this oh my god i thought i had a really secure job i just got fired right you know it's unsettling and I think a lot of that comes from people not realizing that beliefs can change or not realizing that change is the only permanent aspect of life. Right. <laughs> you know? Absolutely. They Absolutely. haven't accepted or embraced change and they feel fearful of it because then they think the unpredictable can happen. But life has always been changing. It's always been unpredictable. But yes. what's interesting is when you know how to master the manifestation process, you fear nothing. You fear no new developments, no new challenging situations or circumstances. You do not fear change because you know exactly what to do about 
everything in life and you understand how life works and you also understand that you create everything, all your outcomes and all your experiences. Yep. So create whatever it is that you want to experience and, you know, and then what follows is your result. So yep. I think I that makes a big difference. You too, I'm telling you, I think that's where all the difference is. And if people just had these tools and everybody had this book or, you know, worked with me in group sessions or one-on-one or whatever, I, I always hold that vision of complete transformation for everyone on the planet. It works for everybody every single time. And I always say, if you want a successful, happy life, then you're the right candidate for this. If you don't want to end suffering for yourself and others, probably not the time yet. Right. And that makes sense. And that makes sense. You know, I always I, I always tell people, you know, the the earth go turns the same way every year and but the seasons don't return the same way twice. You know? Oh yeah. And that's, that's a good true. part of that's a good part of change. If the if the planet is constantly changing, then why do people believe that because they're on this planet that they shouldn't constantly be changing themselves? Never yeah. understood well, that. We're- well, we ourselves are changing, right? Exactly. Like our cells are changing and, and our hair is changing in, as it grows and our nails are changing and everything's changing. It's always, we are a product of change. We're constantly changing our yes. bodies, our physical self and our minds and our moods. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, you know, and that's why we wanted to, one, bring you back on the show. Yes. Because, two... <laughs> You know, we wanted our listeners to sit there and say, "Every, you know what? Everybody does New Year's resolutions, and right about this time, uh, they've either been lost somewhere in the mix <laughs> or never started somewhere in the mix." And and I think with with your system and how it works, I think it's a good reminder that says that's okay. When you're ready to start your New Year's resolutions, you can just say April first is your New Year's resolution. Mm-hmm. Whatever you can say, whatever is your New Year's resolution, and it starts then, and you can repeat it. You know, you can you can do it all again and again and again and again. And whenever you feel like, you know, whenever you feel like your tires getting flat, then you can put more air in it and keep going. And I, I think that's that's why you're so important to to us in the show yes. because you're a good reminder that says, you know, hey look it's okay to fall apart every now and again it's okay just pick yourself back up again that's all that matters is how you pick yourself back up and and we appreciate that yes yes every day is a new year wow like every day is new year's day because it is a new day for the next 12 months wherever you want to start Right. Absolutely. And we say the same thing. So that's extremely important. (laughs) So again, we are going to continue to keep promoting this book because I think it's, it is a wonderful book and you know what? And we will uh, later on in the year, we're going to bring you back on our show and we're going to get our, we're going to, I would hope to have some interesting stories to continue on how people have been sharing their experiences with us. And I will tell you one experience, one story that we've gotten from a, uh, a listener who has, 
husband after a job for a very long time that she really wants. Mm -hmm. And of course, COVID put a little bit of it on hold and kind of put a stop to it to an extent. But the interesting thing that she told herself is she goes, well, I I followed through with the methods and I kept putting in my my head that, you know what, I'm going to get this job and I'm going to get this job and I'm going to get this job. Well, lo and behold, she has they have the company has been consistently calling her and saying look you're still up for the running for the job we still want you you're still the top candidate for the job the company is just not ready to move forward with hiring yet but we will be in the next couple of months and but we're going to keep you in the mix so she didn't lose it they didn't tell her no they didn't tell her they didn't want her they just told her so the company's resurfacing from 2020 so you still got the basically the job in a sense so she uses your techniques and continues to remind herself every day that it's okay for me to wait because you know good things come to those who wait she says so she basically tells herself as long as i keep telling myself that i've got this job i'm going to get this job when this job is ready to have me Mm-hmm. Yeah, moving forward with faith, not fear. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's the key. That's the key. Always have that faith and knowing that something's going to happen. I think that everybody has good intentions. Everybody wants the same thing, which boils down to success and happiness. Yes. Yeah? Everybody wants this. But the only problem is they don't have the tools to manifest it. And that's why New Year's resolutions are such a difficult thing for people to sustain. They don't have the tools or the understanding. And it just baffles me because I think what more important thing is there to know in this entire world but how to manifest? That yes. seems like it's 101. That should be the first thing we learn in school. Yes. That should be the number one priority because that's everything. Right. You know, that really is everything. And it makes all the difference. You don't have to be old enough, smart enough, skinny enough, talented enough, or this or that, or I'm too. And people get caught up in those excuses. You know, I'm not this, I'm that, and I don't have this, I don't have that. It's not about that at all. None of that matters. All of that's irrelevant. Right. All of it. And we have we have seen it in, in in life. We've seen it where we go, that person, they're not they're not even that schooled or they got that job or they don't even seem that talented and look at them. They're huge and you know, and so, you know, it's yes. like and we're puzzled and we go, How did that happen? That person's like, huh. Well, it was all a product of manifesting and some people know how to and most people just do it and didn't realize they did it. So it's very hard to repeat it. That's why people go, oh, this is great period in my life. This wasn't great. Or this was a great thing that happened. This wasn't so great. And it's like, of course, everybody's like, oh, my God, I wish I could have great days like that every day. Well, you can. You absolutely can. It's just you manifested something, but you don't know how you did it. It was just happenstance and that you there was a, a bunch of things that came together to pr- produce that result and you didn't even realize it you weren't conscious right. of what that was so that's why you can't duplicate it but now you can when you have the tools like the a1 system absolutely. it's everything that you ever need absolutely mm-hmm. absolutely well we know the book is on amazon um tell us any other locations where it's at and give us your website so yes. we can again get people to you and get them to 
get their life going again. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So the book is available, yes, on Amazon and also Barnes and Noble. Uh, my website is getyourlifenow.com. Getyourlifenow.com. Yes. And I do offer complimentary consultations with potential people who are interested in the AOM system. I'm always, you know, got my door open. I'm here to answer any questions or help anyone make an informed choice for themselves. In fact, my clients love this work so much. They always offer their names and phone numbers for anybody that wants to talk to them about their experience with AOM. And I feel like I feel great about that. My business is so transparent. Right. Open door. Yes. Absolutely. That's great. That is Mm absolutely. And we're going to put links on it on our website. Yes. But this is such an enormous book, and mm-hmm. it's, it is life-changing, and we are 100% behind it and committed to it. So thank you for bringing this into the world, and again, thank you for being on our show. Oh, Chris and Will, it's always a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, you're I, welcome. I love you guys. Yes, we love you too. I love you guys so much. My face cannot smile bigger. Right? Yes. <laughs> yes. Of course. Of course. And you know, um, uh, if you you said you traveling around, well, if you ever make it to Florida, honey, you know where to find uh-huh. us. Uh-huh. Yes. Yes. Oh, you got it. Well, my sister just moved there recently. So, hey, there you go. Where did she move? Where, If you don't mind. Near Tampa. Really? Oh, oh. We, we actually are not far from Tampa. We live in Celebration, yeah, which is on Disney. So we live on Disney. So we're not far from Tampa. Yay! Yes. Right. Well, we're just gonna have to make this happen then. Absolutely, <laughs> I agree. absolutely. Well, Sterling, again, thank you so much. We definitely appreciate you, and all the best to everything. And we look forward to having you back on the show. Thank you. I am too looking forward to it. And guys, have a beautiful rest of your week. And thanks again for having me. It's always a pleasure. You know, I love having returning guests coming on our show. Mm-hmm. It's so much fun to hear what's up with them and they get to hear what's up with us and all that love from one another shares to you guys. Yes. It does. It does. It really, really does. And you know, Sterling's got a wonderful system, you guys, and her book is really well written and it's worth trying out and i'm gonna tell you there are a lot of programs out there just like diet programs there's so many and we've had a few that we've talked with on our show Mm -hmm. you just got to find the right one and this one is so easy and so realistic this one i think works is the best it works for us it's been working for us so Uh we we definitely recommend it so you might want to check it out and you got to have an open mind to it you got to have patience to it you got to have willing to want to do it so if you really want to change your life this one is the book i recommend for you to do i seriously do this is not a pitch it is the most highly recommended book i would give to you it works you just got to have an open mind to it and you got to have a direction to it. Yeah. With that said, we want to thank Sterling for coming on our show and giving us another great episode of What About Our Life with Chris and Will. And we have so many more episodes coming all the way into September for season three. Yay. And then with a bang, season four comes in right after that. Oh my gosh. How about that? Yes. So yes. be ready. Be yes, ready. Yes. Yes, definitely. So go check out our website, chrisandwill.com. Follow us on Instagram at chris.and.will and on Facebook under The Real Prince Charmings. And we do want to thank all of you for joining us and keeping us going. Yes, and also be sure to go to Sterling's website at getyourlifenow.com. 
www.thebeanpodcast.com. That's right. And be sure to take care of yourself and always remember we love you. We thank you. And remember to love yourself and the world will love you in return. But for now, you guys, we gotta go. Until next time, bye. Bye. Today's episode was a Chris Will production. Broadcasted on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google, Apple, Amazon Music, and other podcast media platforms. Show hosts, Christopher L. Ante and William Ante. Show guest, Sterling Meyer. Chris Will show assistant, Ginger Lutz Ross. Chris Will show creative consultant, Tony Ross. Show production manager, Janet Dickinson Menard. Show introduction voiceover, Tony Ross. Recorded at the Chris Will Studios in Celebration, Florida. Produced by Chris Will, a Cali, New York company. Copyright Chris Will. All rights reserved. ChrisandWill.com for contact and other event details. Produced June 2021.